I'm Rory Kerr. And I'm Mark Faye. This is the podcast where two tour guides reflect on 15 years of travel to seven continents and over 120 countries. Each episode, we'll be focusing on a country from both a tour guide and a backpacker's perspective. We are no experts, but our hilarious and often bizarre stories will keep you informed on the do's, the don'ts, and the hidden melons that will surely get you excited for your next big adventure. Hello and welcome back to Don't Miss the Bus. As always, it's Rory and Mark here, and this week we are headed south. Where are we headed, Mark? We are going south, Rory. South. South of the United States of America. Yeah. This is often called uh, the southern states. It's called flyover America. A lot of people miss out on this place, this area. Um, But we're going to focus on it. Um, As always, what's one word that you think describes the south in the United States? Uh, Extensive. And what do you mean by that? When I think of America... Uh, I think of lots of different things about America. I think of different uh, features. I think of rivers. I think of canyons. I think of landmarks. But when I think south, I think big, expansive, and I have one state that comes to my mind. Texas. That's that great state of Texas. So I just think it's big, lots of room, the housing, the properties. So that's what I think. What about you? That's fair, fair. I, I, I use the word warm. Um, one, it's hot, it's muggy in the summers. Okay. You think of Florida. Can I, can, I, can I interrupt? Here's me thinking you're about to get back on side with the American people. I, well, I am, if you let me finish the story. <laughs> and southern people are known to be warm and welcoming. Not saying that the people from the east coast are not warm. They're, they're just not known for it. In the south, southern hospitality is a big thing. And I've experienced it firsthand. I love it. Yeah. It's a war. Great. Now let's kick this off. Um, what are some of the what are the, some of the good things? What's your experience in the U.S., uh, Mark? Especially the South. Down the South. So I actually have been lucky to spend a fair bit of time in Texas. Nice. In particular. Yeah. So Texas for me, one thing that like as soon as I think of Texas, I think the food and I think the portion size of the food. Massive. I think those jack jacket potatoes. I think those big hearty barbecue steaks. Soul food. As yeah. They like to yeah. Call it. <laughs> Probably the best, the, the best steak I think maybe I've ever had in the world was in Texas. Yeah, they love their meat down there. They love their meat. And you know when they say everything is bigger in Texas? It definitely is. It definitely is. It, yeah. It's kind of, you know, you know what they should really call Texas? What? They should call it my right and left arm. Oh, here we go again. Pull out. Listen to that little voice when you're going to say something like that. Pull out, pull look, out. I'm look. talking. I can't, I can't help the fact S-H-I-T. that my guns. S-H-I-T. I can't help the fact that my right and left guns are the size of Texas. So that's really what its nickname is, is Mark Faye's uh, right and left arms. Okay, back to something actually interesting <laughs> to listen besides Mark bragging about himself. <laughs> the South, you think of Texas. I think of Texas, yeah. Florida. Have you been down to Florida? I have been to Florida. Um, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. A uh, little fun fact about Florida, in case you don't know this. Tell us. It actually is the most dangerous place in the world when it comes to shark attacks. Really? Mmm. So don't go swimming in those waters unless you're prepared to get bitten. Do you think it's they're actually more dangerous or there's just so many people in the water down there that there's more shark attacks? Um, 
It could be that. I but generally they are renowned for having more sharks. Like physically counting, there's more sharks in okay. Florida than anywhere else in the world. Uh, I think number one's Florida, and then South Africa. I think number two, and then where we are right now is number three in Western Australia. Yeah. Um. So some of the good things. Um. My time in the South. I, I first of all I've uh, done two backpacking trips. I've driven across uh, the US. A You've couple driven of, across. Drove uh, driven. You're hearing things. <laughs> he's, he, he's gone. He's, he's back. Just, he's just back. for the listeners. We, we I don't get away with anything. Look, look, just, just, just in case you've missed the bus. Yeah. Don't miss the bus, first of all. You can um, drive or you can drove. Yeah. Yeah. Rory has now gone. You started a three out of ten for your English. It's now gone to a two. And now it's gone further down to a one. You mate, you're, you're at a 1.5 before this. You're now one. Nice. Can can you please j- just bring it? Pull out bring it some, out. some great words. I? If you need some help, I am a school teacher. <laughs> oh, here we go. I can I can educate you like I'm educating the youth of the world. <laughs> I'm just making a difference to the world <laughs> with your giant sized guns. Look, the right is a little bit bigger than the left, <laughs> okay. but they're both. My experience in the US, yep. I in the South, I've driven across it a couple of times, spent many t- many weeks down there, yep. um, and in more recent times, I'm living in Houston, Texas, Yes. so I'm actually very passionate about it. I've learnt the Southern ways and what I, what I enjoy about it. Um, places that I recommend, they're in the guidebooks, New Orleans. Oh... It, wow. it is in the guidebooks. It's got lots of history, yep. great food. They talk about culture, Cajun culture. Um, it, it's well worth going to. I have, I, have, I have a little story for you. Can, can I ask before you tell the story, what does Cajun mean? Cajun. So Cajun is French. The French were in mm. New Orleans. It was a... What would you call it? A port, a, a like a, a French hold, stronghold uh, okay. up in Quebec and down in New Orleans. Yeah, and um, then the French influence uh, came into the people, uh, okay. and then Cajun food and culture is a whole thing down in New Orleans. So is that where? So when you hear Cajun fries, is there any relation? I, I don't know. <laughs> I think the they may be. Yeah, there might be some spices. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. No, that's that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you agree or is it? Yeah, yeah. No, um, I do agree. Um, <laughs> we don't really know. <laughs> we don't. We 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 have no clue. Yes, um, it originated in New Orleans in, in the 14, 18, oh, no, 1843. 18, no, I thought it was forty two. Uh, oh no, that was that was something. No, else. it was at the end of forty two, uh, okay. and then it came into forty three. So right, we're both. We're, you're we're, right. look, I'm never wrong. Of I'm never wrong. Uh, but um, what did you? Sorry, you're about to tell a story about New Orleans. So New Orleans is party central. There yes. is people go there for the Mardi Gras and you collect a beads, these colourful beads, and it's all kinds of shenanigans. Bourbon Street. Bourbon Street is the most famous. I was on Bourbon Street um, with some friends and we were on a big night out. And people go there for hands, bucks, stag do's. And we were going a lot of karaoke. One of my friends, Regan, big shout out to Regan Atkinson. Hello, Regan Atkinson. Wherever he may be. Wherever he may be. Regan is one of our number one followers, listeners. Uh, Regan, we want to say we miss you. We wish you were here. We do. We really wish you were here. 
So, um, myself and Regan were traveling across the US. We stopped with some other friends in New Orleans. We were on a big night out. And um, Regan decides to get up and sing karaoke. Karaoke and music in New Orleans are fantastic. And Regan, being an Australian, decides <laughs> who else would you... What would you sing as an Australian? You'd either sing John Farnham. John Farnham, yes. You could sing... Maybe... But I don't know if John Farnham's that big internationally. Oh, internationally. Yeah, we're in New Orleans. Oh. You want the people to know. Oh, my goodness. There could be there could be several that I could think of right yeah. now. But so, who would you go for? I would go either Spice Girls. I yeah, would go... A, what? Are a, they Australian? Yeah. Oh, okay. Australian Sp- international. <laughs> I would think... Natalie and Broglia could be. Could be. Could. Could. I would think... Who else is this? Um, Think of the biggest superstar we've got. The biggest superstar we Kylie Minogue. Oh, Kylie. Kylie. Oh, God. And so he gets up there. The oh. place is packed. The cat's meow. It's a central on Bourbon Street. And he sings The Locomotion. And man, you want to hear a guy get into a song. He had the whole place up. We were doing Congo lines. He was swinging <laughs> his hips on the stage. He can't sing, but he had energy. And the place loved it. So what was the song? Locomotive. Locomotion. Locomotion. Do the locomotion. I don't know. That's why I didn't get up and sing it. I was just going the Congo line. Vintage Rory. So uh, three words to a song. Uh, that's, his... that's pretty good. And you, I don't know the tune. Um, if Regan was here, we could get him to sing it, but that's not going to happen. So we're on Bourbon Street. Word of advice, if you're on Bourbon Street and there'll be police horses going up and down, yep. just make sure you don't touch the police horses. <laughs> I was there and I was walking up and I decided to pat the police horse and the policeman didn't take too kindly to it and decided to kick me and push me off Bourbon Street and I was banned for the night. Wait, who kicked you? The policeman. Not the horse. No, he pinned me up to the side of the building with the horse and then kicked me. Kicked and then you, kicked, kicked me kicked off Bourbon Street. Kicked you where? Like in the head. He was up on the horse. Oh, okay. I got you. So, a word of advice. New Orleans, well worth doing. Uh, it's been devastated. Hurricane Katrina yeah, and hasn't yeah. really recovered. Um, there's a lot of history, a lot of good things to do in New Orleans. Um, yeah. Go there, spend money. Help generate um, some wealth back into the place. Would you say that the jazz is well worth going to a jazz club? Would you say that's well jazz worth Jazz bars are massive yeah. in New Orleans. Because that's where jazz was invented. Was it invented there? In I New Orleans, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because when I think of New Orleans, they also have a lot of comedy clubs. Yeah. And they've got a lot of good restaurants as well. Mm-hmm. And... Would you say New Orleans, because obviously Bourbon Street's the most famous. It literally is a crazy, crazy street. Like, New, <laughs> you want to go to the craziest street for partying in America? You'd have to put Bourbon Street up there. It has to be. It is mental. Would you say it's a safe place, New Orleans? I wouldn't be going wandering too far away from the tourist. Yeah, I think so too. So there's also the French Quarter. Oh, beautiful French Quarter. Um, it's yeah. A lot of people rave about it. Yeah. We we might we didn't really get there. That's bad to say. Um. Okay. And next on our list at the Bourbon Trail. Have you been to Kentucky? No. Is what? that is that where the whiskey comes from? Well, it's bourbon. 
different. Kentucky bourbon, not whiskey. Okay, Kentucky so bourbon. bourbon has to be made in Kentucky to be classified as a bourbon. That's why Jack Daniels isn't. It's in Tennessee. It's actually not a bourbon. Technically, oh. it's like champagne has to be made in a region of France. Okay, okay. So Very bourbon trail. Uh, you've got Maker's Mark, Wild Turkey, Jim Bean, Woodford Reserve. Um, there's about eight or nine bourbon distilleries in this area. Um, and we did it over a couple of days. And you go and you do a tour and they, they sample lots of different types of bourbon. Uh, highly recommend it. You would fly into Louisville, um, Kentucky. Things to do in Louisville. Did you know... What? Tell me the most famous person from Louisville. Would it be the Colonel? Oh, he is one of the most famous people. <laughs> I wasn't going to go for it. My next question I, um, was, what company was invented in... It has to be, it has to be, I'm certain, it's Burger King. No, it's the Colonel. I am joking. <laughs> you, you, he fell right I into fell my into trap. It. He, he was fell. serious. The, the line was, was, like, I literally put the casting line out, the fishing line. Rory took the bait. I also have to tell you, I said to Rory uh, a few years ago, you may remember this, I said after Donald Trump uh, was elected as president, he was already in office for about two months, and I said, Rory's like, I can't believe about Donald Trump becoming the new president. And I said to him, what? No, no way. Are you serious? (laughs) And Rory went on describing how Donald Trump became the president, how it happened as if I hadn't read a newspaper or an article well, come in on, my life. Knowing you, <laughs> if it's not up on Facebook or there's not a movie about it, you might have skipped it. It, it, is, it is fair. I, as as uh, our, our loyal listeners know, uh, I do not like to read. I like to watch either YouTube clips or uh, I wait for a film to come out about a, uh, a news event. Yeah. So, well, this this man I'm going to talk about, not the Colonel. KFC was from Louisville. <sighs> yep. You can get buffet KFC in Kentucky. Sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Can you imagine Kentucky Fried Chicken yep, too much. sitting in a bain marie yep. for hours on end? Too much. Or it too is much. Avoid, avoid. It's also it's also quite heavy on the stomach as well. It is so. But who's, uh, who's this famous person? Famous person. There is many movies about this, so you probably have heard of him. Bruce is, Lee? Um, ooh, close. <laughs> he is a fighter. Okay. Muhammad Ali. Is he? Yes, he is from Louisville. Did you, know, did you know that was my nickname at school? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Who called you that? I called myself that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I have been in one fight in my life. How did that go? I look. I scratched like crazy, and yep. I slapped, yep. um, but didn't land a scratch. So you um, didn't float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. I was trying to sting like a bee. Yeah. I was floating like a butterfly on the floor, <laughs> 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 not moving. Um, <laughs> so yes. So Mr. Ali, rest Ali. rest in peace. Would you say Muhammad Ali is uh, the greatest athlete in the world? I would not. I would say uh, probably Novak Djokovic. Okay. What he's doing is trying to irritate me. I, I, I put the fishing line out and yeah, I'm just yeah, reeling him yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. I'm not taking the bait. Yeah. I, um, <laughs> I, I, for the listeners that don't know, I have a man crush and I'm in love and I probably will marry him the moment he divorces uh, his wife, Mirka. 
uh, Roger Federer. He is the greatest champion of all time. Uh, he has won 20 Grand Slams. Uh, he, shall I keep going on? Well, there was, it's not a podcast about how much you love Roger Federer. <laughs> all right, Federer. all right. When so we, we'll probably stop it there. When, when we're in Switzerland, when we're on the Switzerland oh, episode... It's going to be we got a 30 Switzerland minute, slash we Roger got a, Federer. He's a Grand Slam man. <laughs> <laughs> so, also in Louisville is the Kentucky Derby. Oh, yes. Uh, one of, I think they call it the Tri-Crown. There's three famous races in yes. the US. If you can't get there for the Kentucky Derby, go down to the race course. So we went down there and actually won a trifecta out of mistake. And we won a little bit of money and we were scratching the barrel. So uh, go down there, have a bet, have a bit of fun. Now, we, we talked about the Bourbon Trail. Any other places that stand out for you in the South, Mark? Have you? Yeah, uh, one by a country mile. And to be honest with you, if I was going to, pardon the pun, country mile, one by a country mile. Um, if I was going to live anywhere in America, I would choose San Antonio. San Antonio? San Antonio, Texas. Nice. Yeah. What, what is it that stands out about San Antonio? So, San Antonio... Okay, so you know I'm a big fan of Texas. You know I love the Texas food. You know I like the Texas weather, even though it is quite humid. And San Antonio, Houston, as you would know, during the summer, it can be very humid, very, very hot. But San Antonio, the thing that literally stands out for me when it comes to San Antonio is they have the Riverwalk. Yep, very famous. Very famous Riverwalk. So literally, just picture, it almost is like a canyon. So you'll be walking over the top of it, just like on street level. And then down below, about 20 steps down below, there'll be a river which literally stretches. I'll have to look it up for how long it stretches for, but it's a long, long river. And along the river, there's restaurants, there's bars, there's cafes. And Selena... Who, as we know... Oh, here we go. (laughs) I feel a song coming on. (laughs) Bitty, bitty, bum, bum. Bitty, bitty, bum, bum. Bitty, 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 bitty. Bum, bum. Bitty, 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 bitty. Bum, bum. Cada vez. So, if you don't know who Selena is, she unfortunately... doesn't um she's she's unfortunately passed away passed away yeah she she was shot um in in Corpus Christi which also is in Texas by her one of her um yeah workers that was in control of a fan club long story that but anyway Selena one of the greatest singers of all time her life was tragically cut down short I think at the age of 22 23 and she had several hits. She did a lot of the Tex-Mex kind of music, a lot of Spanish music. And one of her famous songs, Amor Prohibido, was actually filmed in San Antonio. So really? the beginning of it is actually on the Riverwalk. So I get very excited whenever I put that. I think I put it on last night for, for Regan and, and Rory when you guys were over. We're having a, a uh, few frothies. Every night. For the listeners every at night. home, we listen to Selena every night that Mark is with us. I am a, I'm a fan. Would you say you're more of a fan of Selena or Roger Federer? You have put me in a pickle. Roger. Roger? Roger. Roger. You know what I mean? How you, close is it? It's 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 getting to, it's almost a dead heat, but because pardon the pun, dead heat. Uh, Roger's alive. I'm going to choose him because I know I can still be with Maybe him. Maybe marry him one day. <laughs> I can't marry Selena, you know. That's fair. So, but yeah, I'd say the river is is amazing. There is a bar which Rory, maybe you've heard of, and it was the first time I saw it actually along the river walk. It's called Dick's Last Resort. 
Have you heard of it? <laughs> no, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> it's a chain, okay? It's a chain, apparently. This is what I was told by a very, very reliable source. And their big motto, like their big thing is, they are obnoxious, they're rude... Oh, I have heard of this. Yeah, yeah the waiters, just... the waitress, they just abuse... Like, I was walking past, like, I was enjoying myself, having a frothy, just frothy beer, enjoying myself, and one of the waiters goes and shouts out, Hey, ugly, are you coming in or what? <laughs> I said, I beg your pardon. <laughs> it is only my close friends that may call me ugly. Who are you? Who is this, Who is this man? <laughs> and I did a bit of research and found out that that's their, their thing. So you go there, you get abused nonstop. And they <laughs> and that, this is a thing that people pay money to do. People pay money to get yelled at and abused. So you really should be paying me because I've been doing that to you for years. <laughs> yeah. And I haven't got a cent from you. So stop paying me, You've mother. You've got a new career, Mark. You've got a new career. Never mind this podcast. I think you've got a career with dicks. Well, look. Okay, just watch how you say that. Okay. Dick's last resort. Oh, let's, sorry, let's, I, I forgot. Let's, I forgot let's, the whole let, thing. let's make sure you get the three words in there, because otherwise the <laughs> listeners might get a bit confused. Um, but yeah, that was a bit of fun going past that. But the bars there are brilliant. Absolutely. Oh, the atmosphere, the vibe. And you can also do boat tours. Yeah, so, I know that. I've heard of this. Yeah, so you've got guides taking you past. There's a lot of very famous things down there on the Riverwalk. Do you know what the most famous thing of down course, there? Of course, please, please. The Alamo. Alamo? Is it Alamo or Alamo? Oh, no, no. You call me out on every pronunciation. <laughs> it's the Alamo. <laughs> and your rating has gone from six to a three. <laughs> okay, first of all, you can't jump three notches for me. You rude... You're, you're, so you are Dick's last resort right now. You'd be, you'd be manager at that place within a week. So the Alamo, you know what happened there? Absolutely. What? You just are. <laughs> you are a very nice man for asking me, so I shall answer. If I'm not mistaken, it was a place where... Wasn't it? Because Texas used to be a part of Mexico. Yep. And basically it was a big battle, big fight. Yep. And that was kind of the cutoff point where... It happened, and the Americans won. They gained that land. Was that the one they won or the one that they lost? I have a funny feeling it's the one that they lost. I, okay. I, don't, I don't know. That's why I put you on the spot, because I'm hesitant, and I'm going to cut all this. It's either they won it or they I, lost it. It's, I, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they won it. I could be wrong, and I usually am. Um, but I think they won it, and hence why they've got that land. Because I remember there was a lot of Mexicans... That were undermanned and they got basically, yeah, brutally hurt. And that's why they got pushed back to where they are now. The end. You're welcome. Okay, for our listeners, Google that to find out what happened at the Alamo. <laughs> Do you trust a guide? Do you trust two guides? Is two better than one? Do we kind of do we cancel each other out? Do we become like really when bad? To become one. <laughs> um, so another thing, I, I live in Texas now. I it's a city that I haven't spent a lot of time, San Antonio. But one thing I really want to do, and if you're there in the summer, you need to go tubing. 
just outside San Antonio. Very it's famous. It's a big yep. tradition. Thousands of people flock to these rivers. You hire tubes, and there's tubes with an esky, and you float down, and everybody, it's a big party floating down the river. It is meant to be fantastic. It is Have on you never my done bucket it? list. No, because I'm on... usually away during the summer. <laughs> It's on my bucket list too. Yeah. And I have seen it take place um, in in Texas. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about, but I didn't get the chance to do it, sadly. So another great place in the South um, I've been is Memphis. Now, one thing, we, we had been traveling a lot and I took a quiet night, but Beale Street uh, for a good night out is meant to be a lot of fun. Um, and what else is in Memphis? Well, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the second most famous singer of all time, I believe, is from there. Second? Who's the first? Well, I personally would say Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. If If I was to say the three most influential, best well-known singers across the world that's ever Selena? lived... I would put Selena um, well above everybody else, so That's she doesn't fair. count. I'm That's not gonna. She's not in. She's not in the realm, kind of thing. Okay. But I would choose Michael Jackson. Yep. Because everybody knows Michael That's Jackson, fair. Trinidad, Nicaragua. They all know. I would say Elvis Presley. Yep. And I would say, and this is controversial, but I want you to seriously consider it. Bob Marley. Yep. I, I actually. That's my top three too. Yeah. Bob Marley everywhere. Yeah. Elvis Presley. Of course, is from Memphis. Well, just outside, a place called Graceland is where he lived. Oh, Danny boy. The bugs. I don't, bags are piping. <laughs> I should have pulled out. Should have pulled out. Did you say the bags are piping? Is that what you Isn't said? Isn't that the song? No, the pipes. The pipes are piping. I think is what it says. I think, I think. You well, don't even know yourself put it this way. you're calling put it me this out. Way. Bags don't pipe. So I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just guessing. <laughs> Bags pipe. Okay. Anyways, Graceland, if you are in Memphis, definitely head down that way. You can take a tour of where Elvis lived. Yes. Um, funny thing about this place, you will only see photos on the wall of when Elvis was skinny. Because oh, yes. later life, he put he on a up. lot of weight, he up. and they don't put any of those photos on the wall. That was where he was buried as well. Yes. Because I remember seeing his... Um, do you know who he's buried next to? He's buried next to his brother? His twin brother. Yeah. Elvis was a twin. Yes, I and remember. And his twin brother died at uh, birth. birth. Yes. Um, another interesting thing about Graceland, funky rooms. The wallpaper and stuff, it, it like it's crazy. He was an out there, un- unusual sort of guy. Would you recommend people to go to Graceland for a tour? Yes. Okay. Would you? Uh, yeah, I definitely would. I mean, I'm not actually a fan of, of Elvis Presley. I know actually not much about him, if I'm going to be honest. I, I agree, but I, I still think it's well worth going. Yeah, it is, it is well worth going. I mean, he, he did have a huge influence on the world. I mean, and he died very young. 100%. He died, what age was it that he died at? Was it a heart I think it was a heart attack. Well, like you said, he put on a lot of weight. Let's have a look here. So he died. So he was born in 1935, died in 1977. So how's your maths? What's that? Is that 42 years old? Yeah. Yeah. 42 years of age you died. Crazy. Okay, let's get into some of the things that are in the guidebook that you probably need to pass on. Anything that stands out in the South for you? Um, that they need to pass 
pass yeah. on. I would say, to be honest, there is a town called Corpus Christi. Yep. Which a lot of people rave about. Uh, they do talk really good about the beaches. They talk really about a buzz there. Um, in my opinion, it is a... It's kind of a weathered town. It feels like it's had its it's past its day. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like Galveston's as, very similar. Yeah. And I will talk about Houston area a bit later on, but yeah, it's it's dated. Yeah. I, I will say though, um, if you want to see something amazing in Corpus Christi, uh, the Selena Museum, um, it's a must. Okay. <laughs> so you will see surprise, surprise. You will see her bitty bitty bomb bomb. You will see her car that she used to drive. You will see the clothes that she wore. Um, and how much is this machine? Museum. Uh, it's about six euros. Six dollars. Six, six euros. Six dollars. Euros in the US. <laughs> six dollars. Six dollars. Uh, six dollars. And you can also go uh, to her gravesite. It's done up very beautifully. Yeah. Um, it's a little bit creepy. It's got kind of a big picture of her face, kind of down on the ground. Um, yeah, it's a bit, bit, bit odd. But it's lovely to obviously pay your respects to who would have been probably the greatest singer of all time if she, you know, had a little bit longer in the world. Next Madonna, I would have said. So certainly you can learn all about Selena because that's, you know, where she was from. That's unfortunately where she was shot. Um, I would recommend it. Uh, Rory, would you? Would that be something you'd be interested in? I definitely won't be going there. You... I, I think I've got enough information about Selena from being around you, Mark. Rory, Rory said to me uh, six months ago when I visited him in Houston, uh, who's Selena? I've never heard of her. <laughs> Those were glorious days when she wasn't part of my life. It's 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 kind of a ritual now. Whenever we come back to my house, his house, wherever it is, especially after a few frothies, the first thing that comes on is bitty bitty bum bum. Here she comes. So I would recommend that. You can also see the uh, Selena statue as well in Corpus Christi. And if you're not a big Selena fan, but you just want some entertainment, we will be posting some videos of Mark singing Selena because we have many of them and he is very passionate about it. So get on our Facebook page, our Instagram page. It is Don't Miss the Bus Podcast. Um, and tune in, have a, have a little laugh um, and get into Selena like we have. Get into Selena, you'll love it and you'll, you'll have a ball. I also have to um, tell you, Rory, certainly what I would recommend to do when you're in Texas especially is pop down, go south, further south, get out of Texas, go to Mexico, check it out. Okay. It's a quarter of the price. A lot of the food, the drinks, you can get a lot of um, souvenirs and things like that. But a piece of advice, just make sure you do choose the right um, town to go in in Mexico because it is very dangerous. And okay. there's, yeah, that's what I'd recommend. Thanks. He is moving me on. Like, yeah. can we get off Mexico? <laughs> we're talking about America. <laughs> and we're listening to you talk about Selena and Mexico. <laughs> okay. Things that I feel that are overrated are with uh, in guidebooks. People are going to get angry about this. <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of Florida. Now, people rave about the beaches in Florida. And <laughs> they are they're nice enough. But coming from Australia, we, we're, we don't get impressed that easily by beaches. And Florida, places like Daytona Beach, a hard, hard pass. It's, it's not that nice. 
it's trashy in my opinion uh, and I would keep on driving. Is that where the um, Daytona racing is as well? It is yeah. indeed. It is indeed. Down in Miami, um, a lot of people go to Miami yeah. uh, for the beaches. Beaches are all right. It is expensive. It's a nightlife Super, place yeah. um, and you pay $15, $20 for a drink. Absolutely. Sometimes 25 I mean, I bought two drinks out at a nightclub one time and it was $50 for two drinks. To put it into perspective, gay scene in a lot of the US cities. Okay. There was a big gay scene in Miami and it's actually moved up to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, because it was too expensive down in Miami. Yep. And then in Fort Lauderdale, it got too expensive on the beach. And so it's moved inland from there to Wilton Manors. Um, there's places on the beach, prime real estate, and they charge through the roof for drinks and to get in. Um, we went out to a funny little story, Florida. A lot of people like to go to Cape Canaveral. You know what Cape Canaveral is? Cape Canaveral, yes, very much so. Do tell me some more. You are, yeah. <laughs> so what I did, I decided I would turn my back as I said that so he wouldn't see my face. All right, you've called me out. I know nothing about it. Tell me, please. It's where a, a lot a, of... A, a good man can admit when he's, when he's been called out. It is, yeah. it is. It's a, it's a good trade of yours. Um, it is where the space uh, missions... Oh, of and course. And they took, up, uh, took off a Cape of Canaveral. Of course. So we did a tour of Cape Canaveral and they show you around. Funny little thing, we were sitting in this theatre and they've got up the front <laughs> a little stage and some models of the moon landing and stuff. And I nudged my friend Regan who was travelling with me and they're like, has anybody got any questions? And I nudged him and said, do you think this is where I should ask them if this is where they filmed this, uh, the moon landing? We didn't end up saying, I don't know how well that would have gone down, um, but one place in Florida, a lot of people like to go is Orlando for Disneyland, Universal yep. Studios. If you're going to go to Orlando, especially across the US, but especially in Orlando, if you're flying in there just to do that, make sure you have a car. It is, things are not near each other. If you want to, if you're staying in a resort and you want to go out for a, a dinner or something, you need a car. There's nothing near. So even though you might not use it a lot, you, you need that car to get out and yeah. do stuff. Can I ask a question, which you may know the answer, may not. Why is it, so I've actually been to Cape Canaveral, would you believe that? And I didn't even know what You've it was. You've been there. I have, I did the, I did the NASA tour. One question I have is why, so on the movies and obviously in real life as well, Houston, we have a problem. Okay. Why is there Cape Canaveral and why is there Houston? So Cape Canaveral is where the, the rockets went up, the spaceships. Yeah. Houston was the control center. So when they say Houston, we have a problem. That was the control center, the communications yeah. and all the computers were in Houston. They were not anymore? Well, there is. You can go out to the space center where yeah. it all is in Houston. Yeah. But that's where all the telecommunication was. But in Florida, Cape Canaveral was where the rockets went off. Yeah, you'd think that they would be together, though. It's very, you know what I mean? It's a huge industry and it brings a lot of money into a yeah, place. Yeah, so if you split it up, um, it's good for both areas. I suppose. Um. So 
one thing I, I feel like I've been bagging out on Florida. Uh, I've been there in the summer. I wasn't that impressed because I'm Australian and the beaches. But I understand why people go to Florida in the winter. Especially from the East Coast, New York, Boston, Chicago. It gets cold, uh, grey, snow. And you go down to Florida and people are on the beach, swimming. It's beautiful. So if you need some warmth, I was traveling around the US in the winter and it was too cold up north. And so I headed down, I drove for like 15 hours to get further south just because I wanted some warmth. Um, if you want um, a little bit of history, one of the earliest settlements in the U.S. was in St. Augustine, which is in Florida. A really nice, quaint little town with um, some beautiful buildings, and I recommend going there if you're driving around Florida. Good recommendation. Nice. You've, yeah. you've done it? I have not. Uh, but to be honest, first time I've heard of it, okay, actually. Okay, fair. fair. Um, it's not in a lot of the guidebooks. Yeah, it's it's not in a lot. I mean, to to be fair, I actually have done a lot of the what is in the guidebook. So it's very fascinating hearing your your insights. Obviously, you having living in America, you you can see these kind of hidden gems. So no, that's fantastic. Is um is there anything you would say stay away from in in the, in, uh, the south? In the south, is it's, there somewhere you'd be like? Get out of there. Don't go there. Waste of time. So Florida, I'm not the biggest fan of Atlanta. And I know there's a lot of cities that you... I, I don't think I've spent a long enough in Atlanta to see the true charm of it. Yep. But the big things that you go to Atlanta for yep. are the Coca-Cola Museum and the Aquarium. Yeah. And for me, the Coca-Cola Museum was the biggest gimmicky um trying to brainwash you we are a great company um thing i have ever seen really yeah and i i would would not i would avoid it the best thing about it at the end of it <laughs> you walk out and there's this room with about oh, there's about 200 flavored soft drinks and you can go up with your cup and try as many of them really? as possible but i mean that's almost standard though in yeah. like most fast food joints in America. It's very true. Refills? Yeah, refills. refills. I mean, in America, like you go to Five Guys, the burger and fries place, you go anywhere, they have these machines where you can hit, yeah, Coca-Cola, and then they'll give you the choice. Cherry Coca-Cola, lime Coca-Cola, whatever Coca-Cola you want under the sun. Lots of Coca-Cola. Fun fact, did you know Coca-Cola is the most sold product in the world? Really? Absolutely. True or false? Coca-Cola used to has always been the color red for their labeling. I think that's false. Correct. Well, it was blue, was it? It was green. It was green. They changed it to red because for Santa Claus. Ah. They were it was like a big promotion making some money and tied in. Yep. Wow, that is a fun fact. What about um, Fanta? What do you know about Fanta? Because uh, Fan- owned by Coca-Cola. Yeah, I mean, look, Fanta is, is orange. Yeah, and how did it start? <laughs> do you know how Fanta started? Fanta start. Yes, I do. Uh, Fanta started actually early on in the 19th century due to a... There was a tsunami that happened. I don't... How would I know how Fanta started? I thought you might know. <laughs> Fanta actually started during World War Two. Yes, I remember and this. And Coca-Cola yes. couldn't sell the product to Nazi yes, Germany. that's right. So they came up with Fanta. That's right. And that's what they sold to Nazi Germany that's right. instead. That's right. Yes, and if you do look at a Fanta can, you will see product of Coca-Cola. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Um, another place that gets a lot of publicity in <laughs> tourism books and on websites is Austin. Now, for me, Austin is a fun city. There's lots to do. Keep Austin weird. Yep. Um, it's got graffiti walls. It's got wineries, a place called Fredericksburg out the road, which is a wine region, a German town. It's got ACL, Austin City Limits, South by Southwest. Lots going on. It's a hipster place, isn't it? Hipster. It's like yep. Portland of the South. Yep. Um, however, Austin, there is a lot of people moving there. Yeah. A lot of tech companies. Yeah. And for me, it's lost the Southern charm. Um, and I didn't understand this. I traveled around the US and we went, when we we're in Texas, we head straight to Austin. That's the cool hip place. And living in Texas, you, you don't realize how warm people are until I find I go to Austin and they're not quite as warm because they're from out of the state, yep. and they've moved there. Interesting. So you think it's not as authentic, it's not really an authentic part of Texas anymore? Uh, yeah, it's, I think or it's, it's, a it's losing place. its charm. It's losing it. Yeah. yeah, no, fair enough. I will say, though, that the night scene in Austin is phenomenal. It is. It's, and it's every night. Is it 4th or 5th Street? Yeah, yeah. It's one of or those. is it 6th Street? Could be. It's 6th. It's 6th. Yeah. You're right. And I think... Um, ugh, I'm never wrong. <laughs> Guys, please. I'm, I'm a genius. But I will say Austin... Oh, Lord, it's hard, hard to, to be, be humble, humble when you're perfect in every <laughs> way. <laughs> I, I would say... Uh, I would agree with you actually a lot. I didn't have the best time in Austin. No? No. And I would say out of all of the places in Texas, that would be the place I actually wouldn't want to spend that much time. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. They have a... Have you ever heard of Voodoo Donuts? Yes. So, it's, I th if I'm not mistaken, it started in Austin? Portland. Oh, it was it Portland? Okay. But it's the second store, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And it's there are plenty of them in Austin, and they are delicious donuts. So, if you want a nice, big... Worth good... the line? Because there's always a line. Look, you know I have a sweet tooth. Um, I... Look, could I make them? I probably could. But not as good as them. So I would say yes, definitely, definitely line up for it. Good bit of advice for our listeners. Yep. Now, um, we're going to go on to the undiscovered, something that you're not going to find in the guidebooks. Yep. Um, anything that rings to mind? Uh, look, I obviously have gone on about Selena. Um, I, I'm not sure if the viewers are going to want to hear any more. What's that? You do? Okay, good. So I would say, look, if you want to do a Selena tour... Okay, you can go to some of the places where she uh, filmed quite a few of her video clips. Uh, that would be my recommendation for Hidden Gems. Uh, I'm all about giving the very strong and best advice. Rory, I reckon you have something maybe not quite as good, but tell me what you have for me. <laughs> How could I compete with that? Look, bitty, bitty. Bum, bum. <laughs> no, look, living in... Texas is somewhere that I didn't ever think I would live. Um, and I've read a, a lot of articles about Texas culture, uh, the way people are. One of the best ones described the three biggest cities in Texas, yep. Houston, Dallas, and Austin, as three brothers. Um, and now, Austin, being the hip, cool, trendy brother... Mm. It is, it is, it's, it's, that's what it is. And it's just cool because it knows the latest things, it's doing the right things, all of that. Dallas, for me, 
is that middle sibling. It doesn't have to be a brother. It could yep. be the middle sibling yep. that just tries really, really hard. Yep. And I agree with it. it is, there's some beautiful people and places in Dallas, yep. but it just feels like it's trying. Houston, I hated when I first moved there. Hated the place. It was concrete jungle with highways, skyscrapers. I was like, there's no soul to this. Yep. And this article described Houston as the oldest sibling. It's the sibling that doesn't want to get to know you. But once you get to know it, it is the coolest, funkiest place. Yeah. And things are different. There's no planning. You can open a childcare center next to a bar in Houston. Um, So you get some weird and unique things. Lots of graffiti. um, Very diverse city. It's the second most diverse city in the US behind New York. The hands are going again, uh, boys and girls, listeners. I'm getting excited. This is, this is the excitement time for Roy. Roy, I, thank you. I want to ask you, you mentioned about Concrete Jungle. Yep. Um, were dreams made there or not? I think dreams are going to be made there. Yeah. Um, because there's people from coming from all over the world yeah. to live in Houston. Yes. I believe now Alicia Keys is one of them. Really? I believe that, yes. And we have Lizzo in Houston. Yes. Big love, success. Love Lizzo. Big success. Um, so would you say Houston, when you think of cars and traffic, is that a problem? Hugely. Now, my big thing in Houston is you're going to Houston. What, what is the number one tourist attraction in Houston, Mark? I would have thought it would be NASA. Yep. And I would um, say... I mean, a lot of people... Yeah, I'd, I'd probably, yeah, what else? Do you know, I don't know the Got statistics NASA. on this, but I'm betting that the biggest thing, there's a few, a lot of people come for sports. Yeah. But the biggest thing at NASA is the Galleria Shopping Centre. Oh, okay. It is strange. People yep. come from all over to shop at this shopping centre and they stay in hotels around it. Yeah. My word of advice... Avoid it. Avoid, avoid, avoid. It's a big shopping mall. Maybe you like shopping. I don't. It's on the western side of the city. The traffic around it is terrible. My word of advice is to stay in Edo, Midtown, Montrose. Uh, They're more central and on the eastern side of the city. And get an Airbnb. Go down to all the little restaurants and cafes it has an amazing food scene. It has amazing museums, Museum of Fine Arts, I recommend, Natural Science Museum, the Holocaust Museum, walk through Herman Park or Rice Campus with the old oak trees, go to a sports game and talk to the people. They are amazing. Yeah, I think they're really, really good pieces of advice and, and also you, you were sort of touching on it. It's you, You're saying it's kind of got a New York feel to it but actually when you actually go inside it there's plenty of cool bars plenty does it have like a are they sort of like hidden bars like because when I think I kind of think hipster-ish like is on the rise there there is you know like dive bars that kind of thing is there plenty of those dive bars especially out towards Edo there's a lot of really cool dive bars a lot of people moved out to the suburbs in Houston yes and there was urban sprawl but in the last five to ten years people are moving in and there's high rise and apartments going in everywhere so there's cool funky things happening in the city 
And people people are moving to Dallas and Houston. They're the two fastest growing cities in the United States. So a question for you. If you were to give a rating of melons before like your first initial stages in Houston versus now living in Houston years later, how many melons so my, at the beginning? At the beginning, I would have given it maybe a one and a half. One and a half out of four melons. Yeah. And now? Three and a half. Okay, so what is it lacking to get that half over the line? Because you love Houston. You talk about it. You talk about the food, the restaurants, the, the excitement, people. the people. What what causes it to lack that extra half of melon? I think big tourist attractions. Mm-hmm. So in 2002, Houston put their name in the barrel for the Olympics. Yes. And they had the best application they won at the twenty. It was the twenty twelve Olympics. Yes. Um, and it didn't even. It wasn't that a uh, selected city from, uh, North America. Okay. Because and since then they've because the big thing was it's not a pretty city, um. So if you want aesthetics, aesthetics, my my that gotta go off a few things. Aesthetics. If you want a beautiful city, uh, <laughs> with no billboards and things like that, you're not gonna get it in Houston. However. There is beautiful parts to it. Public transport is lacking. Yeah. Uh, they're my two big things that it misses out on. I, you've been to the, is it the Houston Astrodome? Is that what it's Astrodome, called? Astrodome, yeah. Astrodome. So, little fun fact about that. Um, the biggest crowd they've ever got at the Houston, Houston um, Astrodome. Houston? Houston Astrodome. I'm drunk. Give me a break, okay? I am, I am drunk. Like every day, I would say a little uh, fun fact: the f- most packed out that crowd the crowd has ever been in the Houston Astrodome was uh, Selena's final concert. Really? Yeah, and that was about two months before she died. So, Rory, I have a question: Houston, you're selling it. I want to live there. I'm gonna move in with you. I'm gonna look after your future children, be the babysitter, whatever. Um, I'm asking the question, this is for the viewers, Regan at home, I'm asking the question, how far is Houston to the beach? To the beach, there's a great story. Let's go that. to the beach, beach, beach. let's go get a wave. They say what they're going to say. So that you can go to the ship channel, but you don't yeah. really want to swim there. The nearest beach that you would swim in is Galveston, and it's about an hour, 40 minutes drive. But Galveston is... It's west of the Mississippi. Yep. So everything west of the Mississippi in the Gulf of Mexico gets all the sediment from the Mississippi and the water is brown. Yep. So it's not that appealing on the eye. Um, so Florida's beaches look immaculate yep. in comparison. Very good. So the big thing people need to know about Houston and that area is food. I'm going to give you some recommendations. My favorite restaurant in all of Houston is called BCN, and it's actually the uh, airport code of Barcelona. And the owner of BCN begged this chef to come over from Barcelona. He used to go over there every year and eat in this restaurant and begged them to come to Barcelona and open up this restaurant. This place, Spanish food, Amazing, they've got a gin and tonic menu that has about 15 gin and tonics on it, and they're all amazing. They've opened up another bar called Mad, which is the Madrid um, code. Well worth going to. 
Vietnamese food. They've got a Chinatown. As I said, very diverse. What type of food do people in Texas love, Mark? Oh, my goodness. Well, two main types. Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex, yep. And, of course, a good hearty barbecue. Barbecue. And I've been to Salt Lick. I went to Salt Lick in the early days in Austin. Not too bad. Very touristy in all the guidebooks. But if you want authentic barbecue in Texas, there's a town in between Austin and Houston, and it's called Lockhart. And that is the home of authentic barbecue food. You've got about six or seven barbecue places there. And any true Texan will say, go to Lockhart. That's where you get the best lock brisket. Lockhart. So I'm assuming you bring your heart and they lock it because the food is so good. And mm. then when you leave, you get your heart back. Is nailed, that, is nailed that where the name comes from? Nailed it. That's what I... That makes sense. Great. No, they're, they're great recommendations. Fantastic. Um, let's wrap it up with our, as we do every week, our it's melon, melon time. It is indeed. It's the melon time. Watermelon sugar. Hi. Watermelon sugar. Hi. Watermelon sugar. Hi. As always, we are giving our rating out of four melons. Let's kick it off with entertainment, Mark. Entertainment. How many melons yep. for the south? Entertainment, I am going to give it a... And this is a very generous one, and the Texans aren't going to like this. I'm giving it two melons. Two melons? Yes, two melons. Two melons? Yep, I might even cut it Your down. Your scale is only on two. Yep. Oh, are you getting irritated by the same I am, answer? I am. People <laughs> in the right. South, come All on. Right. No, okay. no, 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 it's fine. No, you, you've no, just offended no. the Southern. No, I'm going to offend them even more. No, it's fine. 1.5 melons. 1.5? New Orleans, Memphis. Nope. Doesn't appeal to me. Well, I'm going a three. Okay. A three on the melon rating for entertainment. That's a big, big It one. is a big swing there. Big. What about the people? Oh, my goodness. Can you fault the people? Can you really fault the I people? Can. I've got a, an amazing friend in Houston, James. He's the only one I can fault. But apart from him, I would give him three and a half melons. That's, that's, that's high. Yeah. You like the people in the South. The, well, how can, how can... The question is, how do you not like the people in the South? They are warm. Yep. I'm going a big four. I love the people in the South. That is, for me, the charm. That's why you go there. Um, you go for the people. Um, what about... What else have the we food? got? The food? I would give the food... I, by far, think it's the best region in America for food. The US, yep. yep. Um, I, yeah, in America. I would say, look... Because four is... Like four's France kind of thing, you yeah. Know? And I, I and I I can't quite give it a four. Um, and I we can't obviously do quarters here. We can do halves. So I'm going to give it three and a half melons. Three and a half. That's a big three and a half. Yeah, that's impressive. Well, it's because I like the hearty meals, and Texas does it for me. And to be fair, even other parts like Florida, that that also is pretty good. Three and a half melons. So I'm divided with the food, and um, I love Vietnamese food. Houston's got some amazing Vietnamese food. Yep. But I also am not a big fan of soul food. I'm not a big fan of Tex-Mex. I'm not a big fan of barbecue. Oh, you don't like Tex-Mex? Oh, I say this with caution in Texas. They they don't they... really like me when I say this. Can you, before we Should even we leave? edit that out and just pretend like <laughs> I do? So I, I'm, I'm divided on it. Yep. And I'm going to give it a, a two and a half melons for food. And then our final one is value for money, the South. 
Oh, look, 3.5 melons. I'm with you on that. Yeah, so it's cheaper. Look, yeah, I'm it, honestly, I'm even pushing to a four. For value for money, you can't get anywhere better in America than yeah. the South. It is cheap. And even pro- buying properties and things like that, a lot cheaper in Texas than it would be in New York. A lot of people yeah, are sure. actually moving from California to yeah, Texas yeah, at yeah. the moment. Oh, well, California is off the charts price. Prices. Yeah. So, so I, I agree with you. I'm going with the three, three and a half. Um, and that is all for this week. Uh, thanks to our listeners. Remember to tune in next week for another great episode of Don't Miss the Bus. Oh, 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 o